traffic sucks, but your podcast don't have to. Welcome in to the Afternoon Drive with Five. Joining us now on the Marine South Hotline is turkey hunter extraordinaire, the man who holds the secret to the most delicious squirrel stew recipe in all of Georgia and one of the most brilliant defensive minds I have ever had the pleasure of meeting. It's head coach of the Mount Zion Eagles, Coach Brad Gordon. Coach, thanks for joining us today, man. How's your summer been? Yes, sir. Glad to be here. It's, uh, I'm telling you, we've been wide open this summer. We, uh, we've seen, we've got a lot accomplished, to be honest with you. You know, we're putting in a new offense and, uh, you know, changing some changing some coaching positions around. And, you know, who, Coach Jenner, he was once my defense coordinator, is now my offense coordinator. And I've kind of taken back over the defense. I've kind of had my hands off of it for the last few years and i'm excited again to get to get to be able to coach so it's uh it's been a it's been a busy summer but it's been a very productive one yeah we were we, i was actually going to ask that about the uh the different coaching changes that you had you know i i had heard that dt was was taking off and uh i was just kind of curious what what you guys had going on over there yeah, uh, Coach Stoller, he is going to do a 49%, so he's still going to help us this year. Uh, been able to talk him into doing offense line for us one more year. And like I said, Coach Joyner, he was on defense the last few years. My coordinator now, he's going to offense. We, we really just needed some stability because we've had – We've had in the last we've had three coordinators in the last four years on the offensive side of the ball, and Coach Joyner he knows he knows what we want on offense. You know we want our philosophy is being play defense and keep it close in the fourth quarter and give ourselves a chance to win. And he knows what we want on offense, and you know he, he's always helped. You know some on offense, the offense line, everything anyhow. And that's what we played in college. And I, I think I think he's enjoyed the change. You know change over to the other side too. So. You know, uh, we've been able to hire some hire some young coaches back. We've got uh, two of our former players now back on staff, and so with Cole Helton coming back, coach linebackers, and we got Christian Corn coming back to help with our receivers and slots. And so we uh, we've had some we've had some changes, and it's been you know good changes. I'm you know I'm I'm excited to see what happens this year. And uh, <clears throat> coach, you talk about this year. It's the second year in a row, same region, same division, same everything. Uh, last year didn't didn't end exactly how y'all wanted it to go, but a hot start, man. Y'all started off the season last year really, really hot, and it seemed like the injury bug just kind of came up and bit y'all. You did end up getting a, a home playoff game, though, last year. Are those some of the positives that you can build off of for the kids that are coming back into the program that, hey, we got off to a hot start, hot start but before injuries came up and we got a home playoff game out there at Mount Zion? Yeah, well, you know, and, and, and the good thing about it is that injury bug that bit us, those kids are back. You know, they they were not seniors, thank goodness. So they're back. But then behind them we've got a lot we've got a we've got some quality kids that have quality playing experience because they had to step up, you know, probably a little sooner than they should have, you know, because of the injury bug. And so we feel like we, we feel like we have more depth this year at the skill position than we've we've had in a long time about something. And so we feel like we can keep some kids fresh and, you know, rotate some kids in and and you know you'll always have that one workhorse that you got to get in the ball, but now we feel like there's two or three kids that we can we can share the wealth a little bit. It doesn't just fall on one. You know, last year with our offense the way we was running it, you pretty much knew our left wing was going to get the ball, so everybody put their whole defense opposite of him. And now this year you're not going to be able to do that with the way we're changing some things up. And so, you know, it's uh, you know it's a good thing. 
the injuries, the injury bug was horrible, and you know, in some points because we were four and one and rolling, and then all of a sudden, you know, it, the injury bug hit. But hopefully, those kids that got back us now they're ready to scoop up you know, and play some quality rules this year also. So I, I think it's going to be good for us this year. And, Coach, you talk about your left wing last year getting the ball all the time, and every, just about every time he got the ball, it seemed like he scored. And the couple games that I got to do, it was kind of cool seeing those green – I think it was green shoes score every single time. Now, is there any secret with the color of the shoes, and is your whole team now outfitted with the same color shoes that he had last year? No, this year is in bright pink, so go figure. Oh, okay. Know. Okay, okay switch it up. It just, it's just my philosophy. Yeah, he's, he's swapping it up on us this year, so – but you know, he like I said, he you know, he you know, he's riding my game, he tore his ACL and I'm gonna tell you he has worked his tail off to get back. He's one hundred percent cleared and good to go. And you know, and I and I'll be honest with you, we know we know what Shrod Montgomery can do. So, you know, some of these padded camps we've had and some of these scrimmages we have, we're gonna get him enough work to get him in shape. But we're you know, we know what he can do. It's the ones behind him, you know, we wanna make sure we get you know, get reps, get them on film, and, and you know, so. But I'm telling you, he's he's one that, you know, he's one of those when he, when he gets the ball in his hands, he can go the distance any given, you know, any given minute. So, we we like handing it off to people like that. <laughs> and, and coach, I, I don't mean to harp on it, but you know, you've built a program that shows that if you're a healthy team, you, you can compete with anybody. I mean, anybody. How is the health of the team heading into the? this season so far because that's that's going to be the big thing and hearing about Sherrod being back 100 percent is is news to i mean it's it's great news, news to our ears yeah. yeah we right now right now we're pretty much 100 healthy we have our right tackle he's a little banged up but he just has got cleared too uh i won't even say how he got hurt it had non-football related and had a little injury and uh, but he's he's been you know he's 100 percent cleared and so right now you know, going in tomorrow, we have a padded, you know, we have our padded count tomorrow, but going in tomorrow, we're 100% healthy, you know, so we're, you know, we're kind of, I'm telling you, we're excited to hit somebody else for a change. We've been, been you know, this uh, summer stuff is great, but until you put the pads on and hit somebody, you know, you really don't know what you have. <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, we're excited to be able to be able to put some pads on and do something tomorrow. You know, we, we were supposed to go this past Tuesday. Uh, we were going to have a paddy camp Tuesday and Thursday, and we had a team, you know, that had, had a real bad illness. They had 37 kids with a with a stomach bug Whoa. and had two of them have to go to the hospital. Yeah, and so so we ended up having to cancel Tuesday because, you know, GHSA rules, you got to have a minimum of four teams to have the paddy camp. Well, so we ended up having to having to cancel the first day. So we're we're excited about getting out there tomorrow. You know, and being able to being able to hit somebody else besides us for a while. Probably good you didn't go to that padded camp. You don't want any of your boys catching that stomach bug. That thing sounds dangerous, <laughs> man. That's that's something you want to yeah, avoid. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, at one time he said, "Well, maybe I can get enough up." I'm like, "No, I can't." You don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't worry, worry about, about it. it. Don't worry about it. You know, you know. And so we hated to lose, the, you know, we had to lose the day of camp, but at the same time, you know, uh, it is what it is, and you know, it's it's gonna be all right. I might have I might have saved somebody from tweaking an ankle or rolling an ankle or something for us not going out there Tuesday. So it's <laughs> it's gonna work out. But we're, like I said, we're excited to get some you know get some work in you know come tomorrow so flipping the script over to the 2023 season uh other than claiborne county being replaced by brookstone the schedule is is pretty much the exact same uh my question to you though is this year any teams that come out to mount zion are you going to make anybody dress down in a catering tent 
<laughs> no, no, now the Hanson, the Cleveland County game has been replaced by uh, Heritage out of Neiman. Oh, Heritage so out of Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what Billy wrote down, year. too, and I just can't read, apparently. I don't know where I got Brookstone from. Yeah. I, I just can't read. I, think, so, <laughs> I don't know why people hire yeah. me. <laughs> but, yeah, are you so, going to have proper yeah, facilities for everybody to change out in out there in Mount Zion? Yeah, we're going to try to take care of everybody the best we can, anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> when you told me that so, story last year, Coach, I, I was just in shock that y'all had to dress out in a, a catering tent. <laughs> Yeah, that that's that's different there now. I'm gonna tell you, you know, some places you go to, you you don't don't be surprised, you know. So, in fact, in fact, our visitor locker room, you know, something we're we're doing this year is a little different. We're bringing our middle school over to the high school, and we're actually coaching it all together. And so it puts a little more work on our coaches. But the good thing about that is, from the sixth grade to to the time they're a senior, they hear the same thing year in and year out, and it's coached by the same people. And so, like, when we have varsity offense going on, our offensive coaches will be coaching the varsity. Our defensive coaches will be coaching the middle school. And so we're actually housing our middle school in our visitor locker room. And so, as you know, on Friday nights when we have a home game, we're going to have to pack all them up, put it on the trailer, and move it out of the way, and then come back in the next week and start over again. But uh, I'm, I'm excited about having the middle school kids there, you know, and help. It helps build the program when you have that continuity. You get to know the kids, you know, you know, you get known from, you know, middle school up, you know. Oh, I'm sure DT is so going to have that completely covered up as far as getting all that packed up and everything. <laughs> no, <laughs> Knowing no, how no, he yeah, is. Yeah, you, you know, yes, you know how he is. It'll, it'll be perfect, I promise you. By the time they get there on Friday night, they'll, it'll, it'll be ready to roll for the, for the best of teams. <laughs> I love that idea, though. That's a, that's a phenomenal idea, having, having the high school coaches coaching the middle school and helping out and running the same system and everything. I, I love that. That way, once the kids get to high school, they know the system, you know, in and out, all the nuances and everything. Yeah, we we have we have one we have one <laughs> the way it worked out we have one full time middle school coach and he's our head coach and the the rest of the coaches that we're going to be helping them are, are pretty much lay coaches and so we thought let's just do it together you know and that way we can help each other out you know and so it's it, it'll be interesting because on Thursday nights half my staff will go with JV and half the staff will go with the middle school, you know? And so, you know, the way the county's doing it now, we're trying to, you know, the county's trying to do like the middle school JV double headers. And so there'll be times where we're at the same place, you know, uh, you know, on Thursday nights and, you know, the middle school play and then the JV will play or vice versa. And we're trying to work it out. There's a middle school sometimes has a curfew, how late they can start their game. So we're trying to get that changed. So like if they're playing at our, our place on a Thursday, you know, the middle school kids get to play under the lights a little bit too, you know, and get to, get to experience some of that, you know, some of the, you know, that game day atmosphere, you know, and so it, I, I think it's, it's going to be a positive. We, we even brought them over this summer and worked out with us. They, they come, come with us all summer. That's and great. So, you know, the kids seem to be excited about it. And I think coaches, you know, the coaches are, you know, stepping up to the challenge. And like I said, it's, it's going to be a little more work on us, but, you know, it's what's best for the program and we're, we're excited about it. So what I'm hearing, Coach, is you're saving Carroll County a lot of money by only having one full-time coach in the middle school. And I'm assuming you and your coaches will be getting some of that kickback in the form of a bonus check at the end of the season, right? That's, that's what's going on there? Uh, I, 
I wish. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're you know we don't we don't get to get up on both ends there. So we like I said, we have hired some lay coaches and some, uh, you know we got like I said we we got we got four lay coaches that are going to help with the middle school and JB, and so it works out good though because you know trying to hire coaches nowadays, and and you know and this ain't everybody, but. It's funny because a lot of the coaches you hire nowadays, they want to come in and be coordinators their first year. Well, when I went into coaching, you knew you were going to start out in middle school and then work your way up to JV or bar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. You got to earn your so now, Yeah, and so now the way it works out, you know, you may go with a middle school on Thursday night, but you're a varsity football coach Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, mm-hmm. and then Friday nights you're with a you know you know what I'm saying? Like yep. you get the coach. You get to coach varsity and middle school, and so it's worked out good because we've been able to hire some extra people, more hands on deck, and so we've got two people working with our offensive line. We've got two people working with our defensive line, and so numbers-wise, it's, it's really worked out better because you know now one of them can go with JV on on Thursday and one can go with middle school, you know, and so it's kind of it's kind of worked out you know better for us to be honest with you, and so. You know, unfortunately, I ain't gonna get to pay them no more. But uh, <laughs> they're gonna get to work a little harder. I'm so, I, I did tell them. I said, you know, I've, I've gone out and you know, tried tried to take care of them. You know, buy them, you know, different clothes and shoes. And I I even told them this year I'm getting them rain, you know, getting them rain suits and stuff. And I said, you know, I said I'm doing everything I can to take care of because I ain't got the money to do it. So I can at least do, you know, at least make sure they're clothed anyhow. <laughs> so so, but you know, you know how it is with coaching. I you know if you if you got into you got into business of coaching for money you're, you're backing up yeah, you, you, know? ain't gonna, you ain't gonna last very long <laughs> i said i remember my first year coaching first year teaching first year coaching i was at Herb county high school and at that time they was trying to do uh trying to figure out how coaches pay really works you know they was trying to compare it to calweta county and carroll county and there are different counties and they made us when we came in that year they made us t- punch a time clock when we got there and punch a time clock when we left and we came in on Sundays, you know, we're, we punched it and we left, you know. Well, that year, at the end of the year, we got we got an hourly breakdown of what I, you know, what you what you made that year. And at the end of that year, I got an hourly breakdown. I made a dollar seventeen cents an hour. So, so, so man, I could go, I could be the greeter at Walmart, and make more money than else. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, you know, so you definitely get into you get you get into coaching because it's a college. You don't get into it to make money. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I, I volunteer as a as a rec coach for my son's uh, son's head uh, team, and uh, I, I don't get paid much less than that. I mean, zero dollars. It much less than a you know a, a buck and some change. That's, <laughs> that's, that's it. So it's it's, it's uh, it was it was interesting. You know, that's my first year. I'm like. Oh. God, what have I done? <laughs> so, but you, well, you know, when it's Friday night under the lights, you wouldn't you wouldn't take nothing for it. Though. That's that's the thing, you know. Coach, we're about four weeks away from the regular season. What do you see right now? Are your biggest uh, strengths and weaknesses on on your team? Uh, uh, strength strength wise, right now, you know. It's, I'll be honest with you, the depth is what I'm looking at. You know, usually going into these first few ball games, it's going to be hot. I mean, it's August and it's, you know, miserable. And, you know, for the first time, I feel like we've developed depth, you know, and, and, and I think some of it had to do with those injuries last year that people had to step up. But now all of a sudden, 
you know, we got we got people that can fill some shoes and go in and play some meaningful downs, and we ain't got to worry about that big of a fall off. So depth this year, I feel like is you know is definitely you know definitely a strength of our program. You know, not just skill kids. I'm saying that, but offensive line wise, we've had our left tackle's been beat up, our right tackle's been beat up, and so you know we've we've established depth you know across the board, and so you know we're we're excited about that. Awesome. And, and coach, you talked about, um, you know, your skill players. That was one of the things we talked about going into 2022. And, and we're kind of curious about going into this year as well Is we know y'all have a bunch of great skill players out there, a bunch of talent, you know, on, on the outside and everything. How's the trenches look this year? What's the offensive line and defensive line looking like for y'all out there? To be honest with you, that's where our experience comes in. Uh, We've got a, you know, what's projected is our starting right tackle. He's, he's, you know, he's a two-year starter for us. He's been there, done that. Our right guard, he used to be our left tackle. He moved into right guard. He's, he's a three-year starter for us. Our now left tackle, he's a three-year starter for us. And our left guard, well, he was our, he was our most valuable offensive lineman last year. And so at center, we're, uh, we're working a sophomore, and he's, you know, he, he's a, he's a big young kid, but he's one the strongest kids on the team and so to be honest with you up front we're we're excited about you know what we see you know the biggest thing you know with us changing our offense is we've gone to the shotgun snap we don't even take it we don't we don't run the ball under center anymore we we haven't took it under center snap all summer and so you know the biggest job of that center is to get the snap there you know and that's you know i'll probably eat my words now that i've said this but you know he's he's done a great job as a sophomore stepping up you know and you know brady denny he's like i said he's one of the biggest kids we've got he's just a for him so he's gonna be a he's gonna be an anchor for us for years to come right there in the middle so you know it's i, I feel good about i feel good about him and coach you know last game of the year you've been in mount Zion a, a few a few years now it's a home match against the rain the, the reigning state champions and the bowden red devils i know everyone on your squad was there last year is wanting revenge what is it like keeping your kids focused throughout the season when you only have two region games and your biggest game of the year is being that final regular season game yeah you know i mean i'll be honest with you you know the focus and all you know everybody you know gets geared up for certain games but to me when the lights come on on Friday night, if you ain't ready to play, something's wrong with you. I don't care. I don't care who you're playing. I don't care. I don't care if they're around you. When the lights come on on Friday night, you know, we take one week at a time. And, you know, the most important game is the next game. You know, and that's what we keep telling them. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, we, we have, like I said, we've got to play eight before we can even get the region this year. You know, and so – you know, we just work on that game. This this is the most important game because it's the next game, you know. And so we try to make sure the kids don't look ahead, you know. All that other stuff doesn't matter if we don't take care of right now. And, you know, and this is how we, we get to that point. That's how we're, you know, hopefully functioning at our best. You know, last year, like I said, we, had, we came out to a great start, had some people go down, and all of a sudden we lost a couple of games there and then was able to win, you know, beat Christian Heritage, you know, to host a home playoff game. Well, that's that's the point we're getting to, but there's a process to get there, you know, and we want to be our best by the time we get there. And so for us to be our best, we got to do what we're supposed to do week in and week out to get there. And so we just, you know, we just harp on them week in and week out. This is the most important game because it's the next one. So, 
it's 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 complicated sometimes when region is so far away. But when the lights come on on Friday night, I don't care who you are, you you, you ought to be excited to play. But, and it doesn't matter who's lining up across from you. If he's got another jersey on, you ought to be ready to play. <laughs> and it, we only got a couple weeks uh, left until preseason starts. Y'all have two preseason games uh, at home versus Temple and then at uh, Bremen on a Thursday night. Is there anything in particular looking to learn from your team or sort of looking to run through in those two scrimmage games that you're trying to get ready and polished up before the regular season begins for y'all? Yeah, you know, it's big for us this year because we're, you know, with us changing our offense, and then here we are lost one of our, you know, our padded camp days. And so those two scrimmages are really going to be, you know, it's very important for us because we got to take it and evaluate the things we did good and the things we did bad. And luckily, after those two scrimmages, we're going to have an open date before we start off the season, you know, on August 25th. So, you know, those two scrimmages are very important because, you know, that's when we find out, you know, what we need to do. You know, there's always some tweaks here or there, especially with a new offense. You know, there's some things you can do and some things you can't do, you know, and, and you realize it in those first two scrimmages. And that's that's not, the scrimmages are nothing more than scrimmages. we got to find out what works and what doesn't. So, you know, and there's always, you know, there's some, there's some kids that, you know, when when the lights come on on Friday night, things get a little different too. And so, you know, it, it's a great, it's going to be a great tool for us this year for evaluation. You know, with those two weeks, they're nothing more than scrimmages. It doesn't matter. We don't even turn, we ain't even turning the scoreboard on. And, you know, in one of them, I know, I don't know how it's going to be there. The one we hosted, we ain't even going to put the score up. We just want to get better. And we want to get reps, get somebody so we can, you know, evaluate our kids. And so I, I think it's great considering, you know, we're, we're changing changing some things up. That, that first week, open week, to me, is going to be a great advantage because it will give us time to evaluate what worked and what didn't. All right, Coach, final question for me. Give, me. give me a name of a kid that has impressed you over the spring and summer that we may not be fully aware of, that may not have stood out last year, and uh, that we may need to pay attention to moving into uh, 2023. Uh, I'll be honest with you, Daniel and we call him Milo. He uh, played linebacker for us some last year. He uh, he's going to be my starting wheel linebacker this year. He's going he's going to be one of our backup a backs. Well, you know, I say backup a backs like so we're doing it by committee. But uh, he he may you know he may be one of our best runners as far as vision. Uh, we seen him we seen him on JV a couple of years ago when he ran the ball, and I'm telling you he may be the purest running back we have. And so. When he when he gets his turn, he's gonna take advantage of it. And like I said, defensively, he's you know he started last year a wheel linebacker for us, and I think this year he's only gonna get bigger and better. He's he's done a great job. And some on sevens, you know, understand you know from the first one to the last one, miles of improvement. And so it's starting to it's starting to click with him. He's a junior, and uh, he he's he's gonna be someone to circle before the year's over because people are gonna to have to account for him before the year is over. That's awesome. I can't wait to go watch him. I can't wait to see him out there. Coach, uh, you got any final thoughts for us before we uh, head out of here? Uh, no, sir. We, we're, we're looking looking forward to we're looking forward to August fourth when at least at least it starts you know starts happening. We're we're ready for those Friday nights to get here. So we're we're excited and can't can't wait to see kind of what we got ourselves to be honest with you. 
Yeah, we're excited here at the Morning Five, Coach. I thank you so much for stopping by. I know you're busy right now trying to get prepared for that 2023 season. Thanks for taking time out of your uh, out of your day and stopping and talking to us. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thank y'all for all y'all do. Yep. Thank you, Coach. That was head coach of the Mount Zion Eagles, Coach Brad Gordon. Sounds like they got a lot of good things cooking up out there in Mount Zion this year. I'm I'm excited to see what they got. We know they got the talent. Oh, they had the as Coach uh, Nick White likes to call. They have the mosquitoes. They have the talented mosquitoes out there, the skill players. Um, and offensive and defensive line last year was really the biggest question mark I had for them. Sounds like Coach Gordon has a lot of faith in the offensive and defensive line that he has out there now. That's great to hear, man. Yeah, and he seemed really, really confident moving into this this season, which is, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you get Coach Fluff. Yeah. You don't really get that much from Brad Gordon. I don't I don't um, know if, if Coach Brad Gordon has ever fluffed me. <laughs> So I, I really think, uh, you know, Mount Zion may be someone to pay attention to, especially, you know, early on in the season. It, they do have some tough opponents, um, but, you know, I, it's going to be interesting to see. They do have Mount Pisgah and Mount Vernon back at home this year, which is going to be an interesting matchup because that was not good when it was on the road for the, for them last year. I'm telling you, Brad Gordon is not this type of human being, but I am. If if I if I was if I was Brad Gordon, I'd say, oh, no, sorry, our our uh, changing room for our uh, visiting team, it's uh, hazmat. We're getting it fumigated. Sorry, can't use it. But here's a catering tent. They're right over there in the woods. You can go change in there. You you've been to Eagle Stadium, yeah. you know Donald Stadium. Mm-hmm. Change under the bleachers on the uh, on the visiting side. I like it. I like it. Like I said, Brad Gordon, one thousand percent, not that type of human being. A great guy. I am though. I would do something like that. I I can't believe they had to go through that last year. But I, I'm excited, man. Yeah, Coach Gordon. He seems like he's got it cooking out there. I love the idea about the middle school and the high school sort of combining coaching staffs and uh, getting some of those high school minds out there when uh, when they're in uh, middle school playing football and having them come to camps. Um, it it's gonna be cool, man. I, I'm excited. I uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm a little I'm a little bummed that I won't be able to see the Mount Zion Eagles this year. Yeah, you're you're gonna be stuck. Uh, I, I'm not saying stuck. You're gonna be with Villarica this year, so it's gonna be fun. I think I've got at least two or three games that I'm gonna be at at Mount Zion. Let's see, one, two, three games that I will actually be at Mount Zion, um, which is gonna be fun for for us at hometown. So I'm, that's I'm a looking nice place to, to do it. pregame too. I, I like doing oh, pregame out at Mount Zion. When that sun goes down, it's absolutely perfect in yeah. that stadium. Yeah, that's a that's a very very pretty stadium. It's it, the the press box really impressed me when I went out. <laughs> it sort of rhymed, um, but when we went out there and did a game last year, that press box was was nice. But I mean, that's all that's all Carroll County schools. We're we're pretty spoiled. We're pretty spoiled out here with Carroll County, Harold oh, County, and Harrelson County. We're we're a little spoiled with uh, all the stuff that we get to we get to be in amongst. <laughs> Appreciate Scott Cowart and uh, everybody at the county office being able to to help us out with that because that is we love we love the facilities we we've always been able to and and they've been very welcoming with with us not only the morning five but hometown sports as well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. Like I said, you can't go anywhere in the state of Georgia, possibly outside of Texas, California, and Florida, maybe. You can't go anywhere else in the country and see the facilities that our high schools have out here. It's it, it really is breathtaking, and it's, I mean, it's it's nicer in some colleges I've been to. Honestly, it's it's pretty it's pretty crazy. So, but uh, but yeah, thanks to Coach Gordon for joining us here on the afternoon drive with five for Billy Lindahl. I am Bryce Sparling. This has been uh, the 2023 football season preview with Coach Brad Gordon, sponsored by Marine South.